Shine and rise, rest and rejuvenate, good people. It has been <laughs> quite a while since I've recorded. Um, I think the last episode that I released was in November, if I'm not mistaken, early November. Um, I hope everybody's doing okay. I hope that the year's going well so far. Happy New Year and happy holidays, I guess, <laughs> to everybody and their families. Um, I hope that this year has so far started out well. Um, so many different things in media have happened that are not so good. Um, so I hope that, you know, the year starts to turn around in general. I took a break. I took a break. I, and I suppose, yeah, I'll just jump right into what this episode is about, which is really just where I am right now and where I have been over the last two months, I'd say, um, since I kind of just went quiet. Um, I've been, I've been quiet because I needed, I needed, um, much like everybody else, the last two years have been easily the most difficult years of my life. Um, the last year has been incredibly difficult and a series of events towards the end of last year that hurt my feelings and like really hurt me took place. Um, and were each kind of what, you know, kind of what got me one step closer to where I am now. And I guess it was like to my eventual like mental breakdown. And I don't like to call it a mental breakdown because it was actually such a painfully fulfilling experience to just have been so emotional at the time that I was emotional and that like this all began, I suppose. Um, but I guess you could call it that. Um, and it was a good thing. It was so difficult and it hurts a lot, but it was a really good thing. Um, I finally reached a point in my life and this is by and large to my spiritual journey that I am on right now. But, um, I've spent my life just not really attaching myself to things. And so coming out of many, going through and coming out of many, many difficult trials, incredibly unscathed for the most part. Um, and now thanks to my spiritual journey and thanks to the trials that I faced over the last couple of years, that's, it's no longer really possible for me to go through things and come out of them kind of unscathed. Um, because they've just gotten so incredibly difficult and because it's necessary to feel I've, I've come to learn that it's necessary to feel, um, and to feel everything and to feel very openly and to feel, um, very, very vulnerably. Um, I don't like the things that happened. Don't get me wrong. I don't like the fact that I had to go through certain things in order to come out on the other side and to learn what I've learned and to in order to allow myself a lot of room to be as vulnerable as I can be when I can be um, I don't like that they happened I would have rather learned my lessons a different way I would have rather been told maybe and taught that way um, but it's, we don't get to choose what trials we face and how we and how we learn the lessons that we learn um, but I'm grateful for the things that happened. I'm grateful for the fact that I had to really, I was really pushed to my breaking point 
so that I could start to take care of myself, so that I could start to pay attention to how I'm feeling, to, to start to allow every version of me to feel how she's been wanting to and needing to feel for such a long time but hasn't been allowed or hasn't allowed herself to do so, you know? So there's just many parts of myself that I'm needing to confront. There's a lot of parts, there are many parts of myself that I'm needing to pay attention to. There are many parts of myself that I haven't allowed the room to just be free and to feel the experiences that I've experienced. And I'm at that point now where because of the necessary spiritual growth and um, because of the strength that will come of it and the power within me that will grow, you know, I've, I have to sit and sit with my feelings. I have to sit and unpack my feelings and I have to sit and allow myself to reflect on everything that I've been through and, and, and battled without having given second thought to just how difficult that they were and to just how traumatizing they were um, and to just how hurtful they were. And that's a difficult experience. It's a very hard experience, but it's an experience that I'm very deeply within right now. Um, and so going back to November, I, again, a series of events had happened that hurt my feelings and really hurt me. And I, so I got to a point where like, I was just the most emotional that I'd ever been. And God bless to the person who very willfully and very gracefully held me as I broke apart and fell to pieces. Um, she's an incredibly important human being in my life. And I don't know if she knows it. And I hope that, you know, I hope that she does. Um, but God speak to her because I appreciate how she was in essence, the very first person to see me at my worst in that way, but also to see and experience a very pivotal growth period for me and the, well, the catalyst to a very pivotal growth period, um, that is now. And so I'm grateful to her for being there for me through that. I'm grateful to her for holding me. I'm grateful to her for listening to me because that's all I needed. And I realized just how much I needed that. And I realized just how much I needed to cry as much as I did. And I realized just how much I have to work through on my own and how much healing needs to take place and how much growth is going to happen and has been happening and just, you know, um, and so once that night had kind of transpired and I'd had my moments of like, I need to be alone, <laughs> I made a list. Um, I made a list of people who, well, let's take a step back. I had decided that I need solitude. I decided I need quiet. I decided that I just needed to be by myself. I decided that I just wanted to be alone and to be quiet and to experience my own company indefinitely. I don't want to make plans. I don't want to call anybody really. I don't want to talk to anybody unless I really have to. You know, like I just decided I need quiet. I needed people to learn how not to need me and to learn to live without me. Um, and so once I made that choice, I made a list. I made a list of people who I think and felt deserved a conversation, who deserved an outro, who deserved a, hey, I'm not doing so good but it's okay because I'm gonna go grow and I'm gonna go heal and I'm gonna be okay, but I need the space to do it. And I need to know that you're gonna be here when I come back. Um, people who deserved that conversation. 
And gratefully, the list of people that I made and the people I ended up having this conversation with were just the right people. They were just the people I needed in the way that I needed them. And I'm so incredibly grateful for those people. Um, something I would in, encourage many people to do um, not necessarily waiting for you get yourself to get to a breaking point but just one of these days I implore you to make it might be a challenge but I really think that everybody should do this everybody should take a moment to make a list of people who they feel safest with and who they feel genuinely love them and have shown that they love them even when you weren't willing to accept it even when you weren't willing to open your eyes to the fact that they were loving you how they were loving you because you deserve the love that you were receiving just think about those people sit and make a list and say like who really who can I really say I feel safe with? Who can I really say I know they love me and they have my back? Make a list of those people and go say thank you to them. Because when you get to this point that I'm at where you need them the most, where you need to be heard, where you need someone to sit and listen to what you need as you try to learn what you need, as you discover what you need, when you need people to listen to you not be okay, when you get to this point, they are going to be everything. They're going to be everything. They are going to be, in some way, what saves you. They are going to be, in some way, the breath of fresh air that you need because they're going to holistically and altruistically accept what you need and listen to the fact that you need a timeout and that's what these people did these people told me gratefully that they love me first of all and that it is my time that it is my time to just go be it is my time to just go breathe it is my time to not be needed and not to be and to not be so available these people gave me the response i didn't even know i needed they gave me the response that I would have given to them. And that was such a profound experience because it's not an experience that I had ever allowed myself to have. I've never allowed myself to experience that much love. And I'm eternally grateful for it. Um, because it's helping me stay on course. It's helping me stay on this course of like, I don't want anybody. I don't want anything. I want to be left alone. It's helping me through the times where I feel guilty for being selfish through this time. Like this is the very first time I've ever been so selfish and made such a selfish de decision to just cut everybody off. I just cut everybody off. And I, I, I have moments of, of guilt for that. Um, I think what people who are on their respective healing journeys don't really talk about a lot is that there are moments of guilt where you sit and you see someone reach out to you and you see someone want or need your attention and you just don't want anything to do with it. And that's okay because they know why you are being quiet and they know why you're taking on your solitude, but you still see that they yearn, yearn for you. People don't really talk about the guilt that comes with that and how painful that guilt is because you know you're not going to budge, but you empathize with how they may feel. 
And I've experienced that a lot over the last couple of days in particular. It's just like certain people reaching out to me and it's like been painful for me to just not want, not respond because I don't want to and because I don't have to. And they know that and I know that and we know that each other knows that, so it's okay. Um, it's just myself and whoever it is, um, we can understand each other's positions, which is cool. Um, but not, no one really ever talks about the guilt that comes with this process. Um, but I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of the fact that I am taking the time to do and invest in only what I want to invest in. And what is not drawing energy away from me, you know? It's not that I don't want to be spending time with people who I have fun with and who I love, right? It's not, it's not that at all. It's just that I just need to be on my own. I just need to experience myself. I just need to experience myself as I try to recuperate. And it's going to be years of recuperation. It's going to be years of repair. It's going to be years of unpacking so that I can grow in this perpetual growth, you know. And I just... I'm, I'm proud that I'm sticking to it. I'm proud that I'm giving myself the room to be on my own. I'm proud that I'm giving myself the room to only invest in things like my art. You know, like over the last month alone, I've done so much of my art. I'm almost done with the piece that I started in May just because I just gave myself the opportunity to lean into it and to focus only on it and to not be focused on where people need to me, need me to be and not focused on who needs me and what is needed and how I can show up to save this person and that person, how I can show up to be present for this person and that person. Like it's not that I, I don't value that or, or that I regret any of what I've done or what I've poured, not at all, quite because it's just who I am and it's, and it's my purpose, but I'm also entirely exhausted. And, and I'm going to be recovering from this exhaustion because trials don't stop and life doesn't stop. And in as much as I'm on this journey and I'm, I'm taking pride in my solitude and I'm being intentional about my desire for solitude, I still have bills to pay and I, I still have things to do and I've still got goals to achieve. And that does not require or doesn't come with sitting on my ass. So I'm not doing that either. But... I'm certainly just less available now and I'm I'm okay with that. I'm certainly I'm certainly less available. And it's good. It's healthy. It's necessary. It's painful. It's not lonely. And some I know that that's something that a lot of people worry about. <clears throat> It's just like the loneliness in solitude. I'm not lonely and I'm not going to be lonely. And I'm, I know that so much because I know why I'm choosing to be in my own space so much. And I know how important it is to me to make sure that I stay in this personal space. Um, and I think that people worry about being isolated because they assume it means loneliness and it, it's not, it's really not that way. Um, it's confusing. It's exhausting. It's 
surprising. There are so many feelings that come with this. And there are so many feelings that come with growth. There are so many feelings that come with reflection and introspection. Um, and that's okay. And that's that's what makes it worth it because I'm learning how to deal with all of those emotions. I'm learning how to deal how with I'm learning how to sit with them, to welcome them, and to work through them, while being also kind of content with you know the simplicity in it. There's not a lot of effort to be alone. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot of effort to enjoy your own space, and I would encourage it for many people. Um, scary for many people. I'm not intimidated by it at all. Um, because I think I've just always been very good at being alone. As extroverted as I am and as much of a people person as I am and have been, I'm, I'm very good at being alone. I'm very good at being by myself. Um, whether it be physically, like just because I like to be in my own room, or whether it be like in relationally or socially, just being like, I'm okay not being invited. I'm okay doing what I want to do in a room full of people. Um, I'm just very good at experiencing things on, a, on my own, all by choice, all trauma responses for the most part at least, which is fine too, and I'm, I'm working with that and unpacking that. But I just, I'm very good at it. And so I just, I really don't foresee myself, again, not lonely. Um, I don't foresee myself feeling that way. Another thing that, another thing that is a, that's a battle in this time and in this, this particular part of my spiritual journey is just realizing and recognizing that some relationships are not going to work because of how important my spiritual journey is and how I'm not willing to compromise on it. Um, some relationships are going to fall and some people are not going to be able to be a part of your life um, or my life, you know, because of it. And that hurts and it's going to hurt because it's going to be incredibly important people who I don't want to lose, obviously, and who I want to build relationships with, no matter the nature of those relationships. But not everybody gets to stick around. Not everybody gets to stay, or at least as long as what you'd like them to, um, for whatever, re whatever reasons that you want them to. And that's going to be a, a perpetually, that's going to be a recurring experience. That's going to be a recurring lesson um, that I have to like keep working through because, you know, not everybody, not everybody is meant to stay for a long time. And... I really hate, well, I strongly dislike those quotes that are just like kind of cliched, but this is one of them that's true. It's just like, everybody's around for a season, you know? We don't always get to decide how long that season is. We don't always get to decide in what way they show up in that season, but everybody, everybody's only around for a season. Um, and I think I just would like to encourage people to be as honest as they can be in every opportunity that they can. Because 
for the people who mean the most to them, they're going to need to know and they're going to want to know how you feel and what you think. And they're going to want you to be as raw as possible, no matter how difficult it is, because they may not be around tomorrow for whatever reason that may be. Um, so I'd encourage people to do that. I'd encourage people to just appreciate absolutely everybody around you, especially the people who you know you love the most and appreciate the most. And I would encourage you to make it known that they're important to you. Make it known that they've made an impact in your life for whatever, for whatever reason that they've made an impact in your life. Um, I don't, I really hate it. It really irritates me that it takes loss or tragedy to happen for people to suddenly realize how delicate and how, how fragile life is and so they they go they wait for like all these terrible things to happen or for a death to happen for example for them to take a moment to realize that hey life is the most impermanent thing outside of time or like constructs like time or whatever like you don't you don't have a lot of time life is fragile and so like, I wish people would appreciate more just the fact that being as honest as you can be to the people who you love and who are important to you is, is incredibly important. Let them know, let them know, you know, before whatever it is draws you apart. Um, I'm definitely, I've always been a very honest person. I've always been a very honest person, but like I'm definitely more brutally and brutally honest now. I'm very raw when it comes to honesty. And so like, I'm gonna tell you how I feel. I'm gonna tell you what I think about you, in regard to you, whatever it is, I'm gonna be very honest about it because I just don't have time to not be. Um, and I realize that's a com an uncomfortable thing for people and that's something that people still ha are really needing to learn to her welcome and experience that people are learning, needing to learn to welcome is just that people need to be as honest with them as they possibly can be and that they need to be as honest as they possibly can be because communication is everything um, and we just don't have a lot of time left in life to hold in things that we feel. Um, this period of time, this solitude has also yielded me being so brutally honest with myself that it's kind of scary and kind of odd, but also therapeutic um, because I'm just better able to handle what's in front of me. I'm better able to take on the trials that come my way. I'm better able to carry the weight of the things that I carry because I'm so honest with myself. And I have to be because I can't grow without it. I can't grow without being completely and utterly honest with myself about how I'm feeling, why I'm thinking what I'm thinking, why my reactions were what they were to whatever experiences, why I feel obligated to do certain things and why I empathize so much with people who do me wrong and why, you know, I'm just honest with myself about everything that I experience and in the way that I experience it because trying to shut it down is no longer working. It's worked for the better part of my life, sure. And that's fine and I work through that and I'm unpacking that too, but it's no longer working. It's no longer working. Um, 
And it's okay because it's helped me recognize a lot. It's helped me recognize a lot about myself and about other people. It's helped me come to an understanding of where I'm going and how it is that I intend to get there. And this is one of those fundamental processes in getting there to wherever there is, is being so brutally honest with every, with myself about everything. Um, and calling to conference every version of myself, calling to conference all my emotions, when I feel them, how I'm feeling them, how they manifest, who they have to do with. Um, what I think is also very important about where I am and the truth in where I am is that like, People have been testing me. People have been testing my patience. People have been testing my kindness. People have been testing my tolerance. People have been testing testing my strength. People have been testing my judgment. People have just been testing me in any which way that they possibly can. And it's, this is not me just taking offense. You know, like, I don't get easily offended. This is not about that kind of emotion not at all people have really been testing me because in big ways too just messing with my life and messing with the person that I am and what's so important about where I am right now is that I don't want to lose who I know I am I don't want to lose the person whose purpose on this earth is to be kind and generous and gracious and to and to empathize and to spread seeds of healing in other people's lives. I don't want to lose her. I don't. But in the way that people are testing me and testing my patience and testing my power and my strength, I started to lose sight of me. I, I started to lose sight of, I started responding to things in a way that I shouldn't have. Maybe not shouldn't have because I was not warranted in how I responded, but because it just goes against the peacemaker that I am. And so this period of time where I'm really just cutting off the world and, and being in isolation and being in solitude and enjoying my own spaces, like, so I can reground myself and I can come to a point of peace again when, where certain things, no matter how difficult they are, don't get a certain negative response that have, they've been getting lately from me. Um, again, not warranted, not unwarranted. Um, very appropriate ways I could have responded to certain people in certain situations but because I, ch I chose so many times to just return to hey this is who you are this is the mission this is the goal carry on mm. we're no longer there and it didn't get me anywhere and people still choose to continue to test me despite that kindness and that grace and so i just need to regroup i need to draw myself towards myself i need to sit and deal with everything to do with me so that and pour all that energy into me so that i can start to fill up my cup again um i lost my place of peace for sure and that's such a sad thing because i don't deserve it um i deserve a lot better and my purpose in life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, my purpose is grounded in 
largely grounded in being at peace. And so losing that meant that all the different parts of me just started to feel overwhelmed and there was a lack of balance and there was a lack of um I stopped breathing you know and I just definitely need and desperately need to find a new pair of lungs again and so where I am now is just working towards and spending time on things that will only help me get there to inflating my lungs again to allowing me to drop my shoulders you know to allowing me to let go of my my clenched fists and my locked jaw like i just i am spending time doing anything that allows me that and allows me to work towards that sound mind um just a state of usa <laughs> For lack of an expression, because sheesh, man. Life really has its ways of teaching you everything. You know? Everything, everywhere, all at once. I said that with my friend. <laughs> it's just everything, everywhere, all at once. And I just need to regroup. And I just need to draw myself towards myself. And I just need to take care of myself. For the very first fucking time in my life, I just need to take care of myself. Um, what I hope for, though, is that the people who do miss me and the people who find it difficult to not have me around, I just pray that they continue to recite, you know, the reasons why I'm, I am doing this and the reasons why I am keeping to myself and recognizing the importance of it. Because I said to them, one of the things I said to these people is that, like, in order for you to keep me as long as you want me, I need to go. I need to not be around so that, you know, the Lily that is me and that everybody loves and um, everybody who really, who does really know me, knows me in the way that they do for them to be able to keep that version of me alive for the longest period of time. I just need time to go and find her and redefine her and to accept her and to just let her be in her own element for some time, you know, um, as difficult as that might be. And so I hope that the people who are just kind of yearning for our connection to grow again and to be alive again and to lean into it, just understand that I love you. <laughs> um, and that I appreciate you and that, you know, this is just me being with myself for a good reason. Um, I know that my parents find that a difficult experience. I know that my mother's finding that a difficult experience because I'm not talking to as much as I used to. Um, or if at all, unless you know, it has to do with something really important really and really urgent. Um, and she has, over the last couple of years, since moving here, since my immigration, she's become one of my closest friends. So I know that this is a difficult experience for her and I know that sometimes it's hard for her to understand or, re or to keep telling herself um, and to keep having to understand why I'm in this position. But um, yeah, I just pray that, you know, these people who have shown me that they love me so much just continue to hold on to the narrative that we left um, when we had our conversation and that anybody who I've been vulnerable enough with to 
led into this experience of where I am right now, even if it wasn't necessarily an entirely open conversation or, or long-winded conversation. I just pray, I'm just grateful for you guys, first of all, and I just pray that you continue to hold on to what was said in our conversations and the fact that we love each other enough and we care about each other enough to make sure that this experiences like this are supported. Um, I will be here, I will be recording. This is the start of season two. I have a lot of topics that I want to cover. I'm obviously not really going to be having guests on unless I really do want to have a conversation with someone, but for the most part, it's just going to be me. Um, so many topics, so many experiences to discuss as I listen and reflect on other people's podcasts as well. Um, and as my spiritual journey to, you know, teaches me what it teaches me and revealing and unpacking what that looks like as well to the degree that I can explain it. Um, but yeah, that's where I am right now. I'm grateful to everybody who has said I love you, Lele, and has meant it and showed me. And I'm grateful to everybody who's asked about the podcast and just been like, hey, where are you? That's kind of cool. Um, I'm grateful to you lot. And I'm grateful to the people who have shown me exactly why they didn't make it to the list and why I was not as safe with them as I could have, would have hoped and why I didn't allow myself to be vulnerable with you because it's just show me, you know, who's meant to stick around and who isn't. Um, lots of friendships that have been put down because of this experience and that's okay. I wish no ill upon anybody, of course, but um, definitely friendships that did not warrant a presence in this next chapter of my life and that's okay and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful to have learned that. I'm grateful for the memories too. God, very much. I have no regrets. But I'm grateful that some people and some friendships just have needed to be left behind. Um, I'm, very, I'm very intentional about the energy that I keep around now, if at all anybody else is. And I'm very intentional about the people who I allow in. And so this being such a vulnerable chapter going forward I can only let certain people in and I'm grateful that the people who didn't make it didn't make it because I don't need I don't need energy around me that's not going to help me and work with me and going to be in support of me I really don't but uh, yeah I hope that everybody has a good week and a good weekend I hope that everyone's getting a good start to the year and to everybody who is has stuck around and is going to stick around, I appreciate it. Always let me know your thoughts. Like I'm not not open to thoughts, so thoughts and questions. So DM me, um, or use my number if you have it. <laughs> but uh, other than that, welcome to season two of the Socks Podcast, and I just encourage you to really lean into all your experiences and all that you're all that you're feeling. And I'll see you guys soon.